Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple out today. He is in Piscataway getting ready to cover Nebraska Rutgers tonight, 6 p.m. I am Jake Sorensen riding solo in studio. You can always keep me comfortable, uh, keep me company at 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. And again, you can watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Thank you to Derek Bombick and his friend Adrian for coming in studio. Keep me company last segment. Appreciate that. And telling us about all things events in Lincoln coming up, including the Market to Market tomorrow. SIP Nebraska tonight and tomorrow, by the way. We'll give some tickets to that away end of the segment, so keep tuned for that. Uh, and also, again, uh, Lincoln Stars in action as well. But I want to get to a topic that for some reason is polarizing in this market. Now, Coach Search is not polarizing. We all know that goes different directions. First of all, a couple things before I get to the coach I'm talking about. Lance Leipold at Kansas. Uh, we'll see. There's a, apparently a big announcement today going down at Kansas ahead of their college game day tomorrow against TCU. So we'll see if the announcement is, is regarding a Lance Leipold extension, a raise in salary. I don't know. There's rumors it could be that or potentially something with facilities, either a practice facility or a stadium. But uh, we will see, again, the a big announcement from the AD of Kansas according uh, today regarding Kansas football. It could be Lance Leipold related. It could be something else, but we'll keep tuned to that and keep you informed as the show goes on. By the way, regarding uh, programming for today, we will uh, we will have our pregame show, our A1 Automotive Ticket Tailgate pregame show live from Haymarket Park for SIP Nebraska from 3.30 to 6. You can stop on by. There's tickets available at SIPNebraska.com. We'll give some away here shortly. Um, but come check us out. Watch the game there, too, of the Jumbotron and enjoy great samples of beers from all across the state and wines and also spirits from the distilleries in the area, too. But uh, we will be there on the air from 3.30 to 6 for the pregame show, and then we'll have postgame following the show here at the station with Nick and Bach <clears throat> in charge of that one. Again, 464-5685, call or text, as always. Sip out today. Just me. All right, I posted this yesterday on Twitter. Now, before you think I'm freaking out and saying Jake doesn't want Mickey Joseph, that's not true. I, I want Mickey Joseph to have every chance he can get to be the head coach here. I hope that Nebraska finishes the season well, and he is very much so considered or, or possibly hired for this job. That doesn't mean the speculation stops regarding head coaches and potentially guys who might want to come to Nebraska or what Nebraska might look at. I saw a, a, a tweet from Mike Farrell. We've had on the show about a month or two ago, you know, the godfather of recruiting, the former rivals director. He, he put out um, a tweet that said, what, what if we had this just for fun? If these hires happened, this would be a lot of fun. He put out this. He said, why not, hypothetically, in a fun scenario, have Wisconsin hire Lance Leipold, Auburn hire Urban Meyer, Deion Sanders hired at Georgia Tech, and for Nebraska, 
Mike Gundy. Now, I I quote tweeted that tweet and I said, well, I, I like Mike Gundy. That's a name that I've mentioned as someone that I love. I'd love to have the coach here. Um, I think Lance Leipold would be a great coach. I think Mickey could be a great coach. I think, you know, I, I obviously like Urban Meyer. I think he could be a great coach too. He would be a great coach. But a name you didn't see in any of those reports early on of, in terms of guys who have chances to be the head coach here wasn't on any of those odd sheets was Mike Gundy. And maybe it's, it's, probably, it's probably a pipe dream. I don't know. I don't know if Mike Gundy would have interest, but in that in that hypothetical, if Nebraska were to pursue Mike Gundy and land Mike Gundy, again, all just for fun, hypothetical. I posted this tweet and I got a lot of backlash saying we don't want Mike Gundy here. And I said, why? Can someone help me out in terms of why Mike Gundy, if he were ever considered, if he would jump, make the leap to Nebraska, if Nebraska went after him, if they eventually hired him, why would that not be a good hire? I want to know why all these people in my mentions yesterday were saying, no, we don't want Mike Gundy. I would say if Mike, if you're, if you're too good for Mike Gundy, if he's, not, if he's not good enough for you, who the hell do you want? Because all I've seen from Mike Gundy in the past decade plus is a guy who wins. Now, does he win the conference? No. And you could say, well, it's kind of a Mike Leach, that element, in terms of he, he, you know, he gets a bunch of wins, but he can't win when it matters. Well, first of all, Gundy's had more wins than Leach has at Washington State and Mississippi State and Texas Tech. He's been consistently a little bit higher than them in the rankings and a chance to win the Big 12. But I, I just want to hear the, the doubt, the, the people who say no. Why, if, if Mike Gundy ever entered the conversation for a guy potentially that could be considered for the head coaching job in Nebraska, why are you so against him? Because I don't understand why. I would embrace him with open arms. I'd give him a big hug saying, welcome to Nebraska, Mike. Let's get this going. Now, the people would say, why are you even talking about this, Jake? He's, he's never leaving Oklahoma State. Well, there's been rumors in the past that he's been looking at other jobs. Just didn't you know get deep in the process, didn't get hired. He stuck around there. But as we have said before, Oklahoma State is in a conference that's not exactly on the most firm footing. The Big 12 is trying to get some Pac-12 teams. And some, you know, they've already added Houston and Cincinnati and UCF for upcoming seasons. Uh, but those aren't the, you know, those those are formerly Group of Five teams. They don't make your your conference stable. You know, if you add a, a team from the from the Pac-12, if you add an Oregon or a Washington, <clears throat> you're a little more stable. But they haven't done that yet. So I would argue that the Big 12, still despite adding teams, is not on the best footing. I'm going to pull up Mike Gundy's record because I, I don't know if people realize how good he has been at Oklahoma State. I think they, you know, I think it's a, it's a program that kind of gets, for some reason, forgotten about. I don't understand why they're almost always in the top 15 of the rankings the last 10 years or so or more. I mean, here, here's, here's the record of Oklahoma State. Here's the records. The last 10, okay, let's go back to 2011. 12-1 Oklahoma State. Then they went 8-5. Not great. Ten and three. Seven and six was down in twenty fourteen. Then they had three straight years of twenty fifteen and twenty seventeen of ten and three. Okay? Then that you know, a rough year in twenty eighteen, seven and six, eight and five, eight and three, twelve and two last year, four and oh so far this year. I mean, at Oklahoma State, his record is one fifty three and sixty nine, a conference record of ninety two and fifty six. Tell, tell me, tell, what's wrong with what's, what's wrong with Mike Gundy? 
Why not Mike Gundy if he were someone that was possibly looked at? 464-5685. We do have a phone call. I don't know who this is. If You're on early break. If you can hear me, go ahead. Who do we have here? Lost the phone call. No worries. Uh, okay, here's some text coming in regarding Mike Gundy at 464-5685. Uh, Jared says, Gundy wanted the Nebraska job when Bo was fired. I imagine he'd still be interested. Again, we heard that, didn't we? We heard that Gundy was interested in Nebraska back in 2014-15. Now that there's more money in the equation with all the money that the Big Ten's giving to its its teams and with NIL and operation and all the money that's just coming into the schools, I mean, there, Mike Gunny would have a heck of a payday. You know, I know T. Boone Pickens had a you know had a bunch of money for Mike Gundy. They could they gave it, and that's that's fine. But we're talking about what school is on firmer footing with the conference they're in, Nebraska or Oklahoma State. The answer is Nebraska in the Big Ten. And you can't really argue against that. Unless there's a move we don't know about with Oklahoma State going to a different conference. Nebraska is in a better spot financially and with conference stability than Oklahoma State is in the Big 12 as it currently stands. Newt says this, he is a winner and does it the right way. I'm not going to speak for him doing the right way. I think he does. But you don't hear a lot of problems at Oklahoma State regarding issues that we that I know about, unless I'm just turning a blind eye that I don't know about. Someone says Gundy would be a great hire. He's been mentioned on the Rivals message board quite a bit. I, I'll tell you who would like Mike Gundy. If Sip was here, he'd be saying, yeah, Mike Gundy's a great coach. If, if Sip was sitting right across me like he usually is, gone to the Piscataway, I think we would be having a conversation about Mike Gundy would be a great fit here. He'd be a great hire for Nebraska. I wouldn't get much pushback from Sip because he's a good coach. Mike Gundy wins. Again, your your um, your your typical fans will say the, that he has not won when it matters most, and, and you're, you're right. But he has made you know a, a BCS game in the past. They they lost, I believe, the Fiesta Bowl to Stanford back in the Brandon Whedon days, but they've been t- typically a pretty good team. I would be supportive of Mike Gundy. Again, do I think it's going to happen? No. It was a hypothetical thrown out by Mike Farrell, formerly of Rivals, as a scenario where Urban Meyer goes to Auburn, Gundy goes to Nebraska, Lance Leipold goes to Wisconsin, and Deion Sanders goes to Georgia Tech. Probably none of those things happen, but it's a conversation. Because until you have a head coach that's permanent, Everything's up in the air. Mickey can earn this job by winning a bunch of games, getting the team support, recruiting well, and he can earn it. But it's still a process of an interview right now and an audition. So I support Mickey. Don't 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 hear me saying that this is Jake not wanting Mickey Joseph and he's still looking at somebody else. No, I'm giving Mickey a chance, a fair chance. This is all what if, what if, hypothetical. I think we have a call now. If you can hear me, you're on an early break. Go ahead. Who do we have here? Morning, Joe. How are you doing? Good. Who do we have here? Uh, this is Phil. Phil, thanks for calling in. What do you got? Well, uh, first of all, I just want to say uh, uh, I believe we need to give Mickey a chance. Uh, I, I'm real enthusiastic about the guy. Uh, second comment is uh, as soon as Chris was fired, uh, my old going to Wisconsin was my first thought. So okay. I'm real interested to see uh, what that 
uh, announcement down in Kansas is going to be today. Um, and as, as far as Mullet, man, uh, he is a great coach. Uh, he would fit in good here in, in, in Lincoln, I believe. Uh, but I just don't see him leaving Oklahoma State. But the quick comment about that I was thinking about Oklahoma State is with Oklahoma and Texas gone, which are the two teams they've struggled against. Yep. They, I think they've become the predominant team in the Big 12. I mean, you had to still have the TCU-Baylor uh, situation, but year after year, I just think Oklahoma State's a stronger team. Uh, you kind of pointed that out when you, you, you discussed yep. their record over yep. the past 10 years. So, uh, anyway, those are my thoughts. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate that. And, and again, you know, Mike Gundy's been the consistent thing all along at Oklahoma State. Now, before then, they had Les Miles, who was, was, had them in a good program at that point. They were respectable. But Mike Gundy has made that program what they are. And I just wonder, and we can have this conversation regarding Mike Gundy. That's, I guess, the flavor of the day for me is Mike Gundy still optimistic about Mickey Joseph. I am. But this is, again, hypothetical fun right now as we, as we talk about the situation at hand at Nebraska's head coaching job. Hypothetically, what program has the higher ceiling right now, Nebraska or Oklahoma State? As it currently stands, Nebraska a Big Ten team or Oklahoma State a Big 12 team? Now, they will always have probably better access to recruiting in terms of guys from the South and Texas and Oklahoma. That's a given by where they're at geographically. But I don't know, again, I, I can't speak for Oklahoma State's NIL program right now. I don't know if it's strong or if, how, how good it is. I, I know right now Nebraska's is pretty dang strong, getting stronger by the day with the 1890 initiative and plus what's going on in Omaha with Chris Brown's organization. I mean, there's, there's money coming in left and right at Nebraska. And yeah, I, I get, again, I've mentioned, I, I know they have the T. Boone Pickens money down there. I get that. But I, I don't know, I haven't done a bunch of research on how strong NIL is at Oklahoma State. But I just tell you, I tell you, the, the key to me is if Mike Gundy goes full, big picture here, he would see, no, if, if Nebraska had interest and he had interest in Nebraska, I hope there's a conversation that's had there. Because he could probably see the future looks brighter here regarding how this conference looks, and there's still their commitment to growing and expanding with Kevin Warren as commissioner compared to what the Big 12 is doing, which is somewhat expanding, but not with the type of teams and schools that the Big 10 is. That's just simply a fact. We got another call on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Who do we have here? You're on early break. Go ahead. What's up, Jake? It's Froth. Froth, how's it going, man? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for calling. Good. Yeah, I, I texted it in, but uh, your question on who has the higher ceiling. Yes. Um, Nebraska or Oklahoma State, I think in terms of the playoff, it has to be Oklahoma State with the uh, the larger, you know, expanded playoff field. I think Nebraska has, like you said, all the NIL money stacked up and, and whatnot. Uh, but I think uh, I want to see how conference capability and how all the conferences play out in shifts. I don't know how much more we have of that at the moment. And I think with the Big 12, they're bolstering themselves up. But, you know, when you went through Oklahoma State's records, they don't have to deal with Oklahoma and Texas moving right. forward. I think 
going to, what, come down to them and Baylor for, uh, and maybe TCU if they ever get back up to anything. But I think uh, Gundy has a better shot at the playoffs if he stays in the big. We lost Froth there in the big. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you, Froth. Appreciate that. Um, Yeah, as the playoff does expand, no doubt, I I think that the the path is easier uh, in the Big 12 compared to the Big 10. I I don't deny that. But my question would be this. I mean, how wouldn't you think that the way that the conferences are aligned, that the Big 10 is going to have more teams in the playoff than the Big 12 does? More, more teams, better teams. I mean, you don't have to win the conference necessarily to make the playoff in the Big Ten, where the Big 12, the way it's set up, even though you're expanding, you still might have to win the conference to get in because of the strength of the SEC and the Big Ten. Now, maybe they let a couple teams in from the Big 12. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the current, uh, you know, the idea behind what they're doing with how the teams get picked in that extended playoff. But I can tell you that they're going to for sure have several teams out of the Big Ten and SEC that would make it. So maybe his, his best chance to to win the conference is in the Big 12. Absolutely, that would get you in the playoff. But you still have a pretty good chance of making the playoff in the Big Ten when it expands just because of the fact you've got bigger numbers of teams and you don't have to win the conference to get in. So I, I I think it'd be a, you know it'd be an interesting situation for Mike Gundy. Uh, on the text line, Stan says this: the higher ceiling, unfortunately, is to Oklahoma State. They are at the top of that conference right now. Yes, they are. Nate says Gundy is not going anywhere. He owns a ranch down there that he really enjoys working on, and it's his escape from football. You know, Nebraska had a former AD that had a ranch in Washington. Came to Nebraska still. You can still go back and visit the ranch. You can still coach here. Go visit the ranch once in a while. Somebody can operate that. Uh, 464-5685. Uh, Joe Peace says, Something to consider with Gundy. Zane Flores of Gretna is committed to Oklahoma State. Would be nice to keep a kid like that home. Yep. Hey, he looked pretty good in the comeback win against Bellevue West the other day, too. Um, okay, again, resetting here. I'm, I'm saying... Again, Nebraska plays tonight. Huskers, Rutgers tonight, 6 p.m. Kickoff in Piscataway. Nebraska trying to get their second straight win, get to 2-1 in conference play. Rutgers trying to get what they view as a must-win to avoid going 0-3 to begin their season against what they view a program in turmoil in Nebraska. You can prove that's not the case by winning tonight, Nebraska. You can prove that. Uh, but I was just saying, it's just for fun. I, I'm, I'm supportive of Mickey Joseph just looking at a hypothetical thrown out there by Mike Farrell yesterday, formerly of Rivals. Uh, he he would say, "Why not? Why not Mike Gundy at Nebraska?" So I just wanted to attack that vantage point. Um, and John Des Moines says this on the text line: "I I am not crazy about any Big Twelve coach for this job, but I would take Gundy over Leipold for sure. Bill O'Brien should be talked about more, though. You know." I guess agree to disagree on Bill O'Brien. I, I wonder how much he wants to be a head coach still at this point and, and you know, rebuild the program. He had the energy 10 years ago at, at Penn State, and he did a good job there and, and got a head coaching job in the, in the NFL. But he's 10 years older now. Does he, does he want to go and 
doing another big project in college football at Nebraska. Maybe he does. I don't know. I'm not speaking for Bill O'Brien. I just don't know if that's my top guy. Um, some more texts here. Let's see. Uh, someone says, I, I, I knew this would come up. I, I think the reason why people push back at Mike Gundy is someone says, I'm guessing a lot of folks feel his alleged political views aren't in line with their own. Well, I mean, he is he's definitely very voiced that there's a very strong conservative. He's, he's talked about OAN, the, you know, the One, uh, One American News Network. He's definitely promoted that. Um, but it, if, if that's supposed to be something that keeps kids away from your program, he's still recruited very well. Like, you know, people have said that politics coming into play is, is not going to help you get players to their school. Well, I mean, Mike Gunny's been a very, very loud conservative football coach and still gets good players to Oklahoma State. So I don't think it's affected his ability to get great players there, despite being a very strong conservative. So I guess maybe that's a one-off. Maybe that's not the case everywhere. But they're playing good football, despite him being very loud on one political side. We will take a quick break. When we come back, we will uh, chat with Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. Get your pens out because we've got uh, the best guy in the business to tell you who to take this weekend in five different games in college and NFL. Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports is next on Early Break on the Ticket. 